0: Hi, and welcome back to the Pleasing God Podcast, a weekly show focused on helping Christians to think biblically, engage practically, and live faithfully for the glory of God. I'm your host, Jonathan Soule. Today's topic is on eternity, which, when we think about it, is hard to even grasp. It's an indefinite amount of time. Really, as the Bible describes eternity, it's this concept of endless time, or actually, Uh, When we think of eternity, it is moving beyond time. It is outside the parameters of time. And it's really incomprehensible. As creatures who have been created in time, bound by time, everything that we do is based off of time. You wonder, how long is this podcast going to be? That's time. You ask somebody how old they are. That's time. You structure your day based off of time, your work, your home. Everything we do centers around time. So when we think about eternity, it is a concept that is so hard, I would even say impossible to wrap our minds around. As kids, when we would argue amongst one another, who's bigger, who's stronger, whatever it is, you know, people would come up with these big numbers like I'm 1,000 times bigger or stronger. And finally, someone would just break down and say infinity and just represented this time, this number, this value that could not be measured. And when we talk about eternity, it is without measurement. But it's not something we should be afraid of. And it's it's a concept that we should engage with. So when we think about eternity, biblically speaking, we start with God. God is eternal. And this means that God is uncreated without beginning or end. I think about Psalm 90 verse 2, which reads, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. And it's just a wonderful line there. Before there was anything created before there was a world, before there was a universe, before there were galaxies, before matter came into existence, God was. And from everlasting, as the psalmist would say, from everlasting to everlasting speaks to the duration of the existence of God. From eternity past to eternity future, God remains. That is such a liberating, freeing, and comforting truth that God always was and that God always will be is infinite, incomprehensible as we're speaking about eternity. And so when we think about this with God, I think an implication would be that God is immutable. He doesn't change uh, as the eternal God. And the Bible tells us that we have been created in the image of God. Theologians through the years have kind of really wrestled with what what does it mean to be an image bearer of God, to to reflect God, to represent God? Uh, And there's some consensus, but one of the things that I think is important uh, as an image bearer of God, we too are eternal beings. Now, that doesn't mean we are like lowercase g gods or anything like that. That's some bunk theology. But what it does mean is that while we have a definite starting point in time, we as souls and body united are eternal. Therefore, we will, our soul will live forever. And in a sense, this is kind of because we've been created in the image of God, we are eternal. Animals have not been created in the image of God. They are not eternal. Plants, anything in the created order outside of humans is not eternal. But as image bearers of God, we are eternal. I'm reminded of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11, which Solomon says, speaking of the work of God, he has made everything beautiful in its time, and he has put eternity into man's heart yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. That's a very important line there, is that God has wired eternity into our hearts. This is why oftentimes, at some point in life, we start to ask the big questions of life. Why am I here? Why do I exist? What is my purpose? What is all of this about? Those are questions that... uh, deal with identity, existence, and eternality. We are eternal beings. That means going forward, Mm -hmm. though the body might die, the soul lives forever. The immortality of the soul. And there is a day that is coming when the body will be resurrected and reunited with the soul for eternity in a final place. And so, Thinking uh, again on eternity and just, okay, how can we make this practical? How does the truth that there is a concept of endless time, that we are going to move beyond time, what difference can that make in my life or should that make in my life? Let me first say it shouldn't scare us. We should not be fearful about the reality of eternity, but we should be ready one the famous verses in all the Bible, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus would say in his high priestly prayer in John that this is eternal life, that they know God. Knowing God equates to eternal life. The eternal life in John 3 is the, the life that we share in Christ This is the the life of, of really the promise of heaven, the promise of being with God, being restored in our relationship with God through the person and work of Jesus Christ. And it's contrasted with perishing. The reality is, all people everywhere are going to consciously live forever. It's just a matter of where. And John 3.16 makes it very clear that it is only through Jesus Christ, whoever believes in him, turns from their sin, repents, puts their faith in Jesus Christ, trusting in him and his righteousness, they will receive the positive side of eternal life, which is heaven. But those that do not believe, their existence is described as perishing. So when we think about eternity, the first thing is, and we should ask ourselves, am I ready? Am I ready for, to, to face God? Am I ready to stand before the judgment seat of Christ? And if we're not, then that's the first order that we must address. But moving on from being ready, being in Christ, I think when we think on eternity, it helps to put the present in perspective. There are so many things in this world that distract us. There are so many difficulties and trials that we face, and they can seem overwhelming. Whether it be health scares or dealing with the death of a loved one or just trouble at work or whatever it might be that just seems to get you down and almost cause for despair. If you are a Christian and you are in Christ, think about eternity and it will help put the present problems into perspective. Paul says in Second Corinthians four verses seventeen and eighteen, for this light, momentary affliction—that's what he—that's what he equates living in this fallen world to. No matter how difficult, he, and he faced so much, so much hardships. He had shipwrecked multiple times. He was beaten. He was thrown in prison. He was whipped uh, thirty-nine lashes. He was. Uh, Falsely accused. He, he went through it all. And he says, For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. And so Paul here is calling for perspective. Christian, if you are struggling, if you are feeling down, If it seems like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and you're despairing, I want to encourage you to look beyond the scene and set your gaze to eternity. Set your mind on things that are above, as Paul would tell the Colossians. And you'll find that the struggles still remain, but they pale in comparison. When we think about the timeline, this is just a light momentary affliction this too came to pass, and this life is fleeting away. And So think about eternity in this way. Also, I think with perspective, it produces a thankfulness, that we can be and enjoy really thankful in the circumstances of life. We can enjoy the things that we've been given, and we can be thankful as we would look forward and anticipate heaven and anticipate eternal life. Second thing that uh, thinking on eternity does is that it produces hope. And this kind of goes along the same lines with perspective, but there is hope for tomorrow. There is hope for a brighter future. If you are in Christ, our hope is that we will one day see him. And this isn't like wishful thinking. I hope that, you know, works out or I hope this thing's going to happen. No, this is this is a confidence. The hope that we have of eternal life is because God, who never lies, promised before the ages began and we'll see it through that God who started a good work in us will be faithful to bring it to completion upon the day of Jesus Christ and we look forward in hope hope produces for us strength. Paul talking about what we have obtained by the grace of God through the work of Jesus Christ being justified. He says not only that in Romans chapter 5, verse 3, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And so when we think about eternity and we think about the life to come, hope is produced in this. We look forward. We long for the day when sin will be no more, when the dwelling place of God will be with man. He will be our God. We will be his people. He will wipe away every tear. Pain, death, sin will be no more. And so we look forward and long for that time. So perspective, hope, and a final thing that comes to mind when I think about eternity is peace. Everybody is looking for peace. Everybody wants to be satisfied. Everybody wants the longings of their heart to be met. And the reality is peace only comes through the gospel of jesus christ and the gospel of jesus christ promises eternal life and so we can have a peace in this world as christians we're pilgrims we're sojourners we're exiles we're aliens we're ambassadors we recognize that while we live here our home is in heaven our citizenship as paul said to the philippians is in heaven And we can have peace in our lives as we are marching along the path to eternity. And in doing so, we demonstrate the loveliness of Jesus. We show the beauty of Christianity. We show the world through our perspective, through our hope, and through our peace, that we belong to a kingdom that cannot be shaken, an eternal kingdom. And that's what this world needs to see. That's what our neighbors, our coworkers, people that are lost, they need to see Christians who delight in eternity, who delight in, in, in the reality that they are forever going to be with God, that they are forever having, that they have forever had their sins forgiven. And we need to invite people to come and know this God, come and know this Christ. Don't be afraid of eternity. But be ready, for the day is coming when we will all face him. And it is sooner than most everyone thinks. And so, as we just had some some of these thoughts on eternity, it, it's meant to encourage, as we would think about the life to come and to strengthen us on our journey through this world. I hope it's a blessing to you as it is to me. And I want to thank you for listening to the Pleasing God Podcast. If you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out at questions at pleasinggodpodcast.org. And remember, 1 Thessalonians 4, 3. This is the will of God, your sanctification.